What up, what up, what up, what up? Ha <laughs> ha, y'all already know what it is, man. It's your boy, Broku, the great one. And I'm here with another segment on Checkpoint 6, okay? We also got the YouTube channel, Checkpoint 6 on YouTube. We also got it on Snapchat. We also on Facebook. We're also on Instagram, I mean, we're just everywhere right now. You know why we're everywhere? Because veterans are everywhere. You see what I'm saying? And that's who we support. We support the veterans, man, that came home and are trying to still uh, be relevant in this world. You feel me? So, today's segment, we diving right back in. This is part two of Vice's. Okay, dealing with PTSD and vices, man. And today's segment, we're really going to touch on the opiates. That's part of the vices too, right? Let's knock out opiates today. Okay. Now, we're using the same scenario, but guess what? In these new segments here, I'm going to use myself. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I will attempt to break down the bad part of opiates in these vices for veterans. Okay? So check this out. Now, when I was a kid, my grandfather had got very sick and had to go to the hospital. And when he went to the hospital, Everything they did, they really couldn't find out what it was. So they was just feeding them a bunch of pills. So they're feeding them all these pills. And last thing I knew, he had cancer. And he passed away. I was about six or seven years old. <coughs> Excuse me. But I remember it. Okay. I remember the constant trips to the hospital. Go see him. Talk to him. Chill out with him because he was in a lot of pain. But as a youngster... I took that into accord and I said to myself, I'm not going to be here with these opiates, man, because. And I didn't call them opiates at that age. Don't get me wrong. I said I wasn't going to take pills. I wasn't taking no medication at a young age. That scarred me. When my grandfather passed and they was giving him all the medication, but he still passed. As a youngster, to me, that was a problem. Because if they was giving you medication, medication's supposed to make you better, not worse. 
So that's where my running with pills started. I hated it from there. Hated medications, hated doctors from there. But growing up, I had to be at the doctor a lot. Either I was playing, busted my head, and I had that skin that when when it grew back, the skin was all rugged and rough. So, you know, it was crazy. Had to do mad operations and stuff. So I was in and out of hospital as a kid. Even though I vowed not to take these pills, I was on medication from around the age of six, seven years old. Pain medication, too. You see what I'm saying? So, jump forward, and I came to the United States. I joined the military in 2001. October 3rd, 2001 is when I got in. I actually enlisted before that, but I was on delay entry. So, I got in October 3rd, 2001. Signed up to be a 92 Gulf, which is a food service operations specialist. Went to basic in South Carolina, Fort Jackson. I went to AIT, Advanced Individual Training, Fort Lee, Virginia. From there, my first duty station, Friedberg, Germany. I was a part of HHC 137, First Army Division, Friedberg, Germany. Yes, I went downrange. I deployed with these guys May 11, 2003 to July 24, 2004. I have roughly... Over well, I have over two hundred combat missions, meaning either engaged, fired upon, IED, whatever, right? I left the bandits when we came back from downrange in two thousand and four. I got out of there in March. March 16th, 2005. <coughs> and I went to a post call. I went back to Fort Lee, Virginia. This time as a soldier. I mean, I wasn't training no more. When I got to Fort Lee, Virginia, I was high speed, low drag. High speed. How high speed? Shit. The things them dudes was doing in Virginia, man, we wouldn't dare do in Friedberg, Germany. Uniforms. Starched. I'm talking about with the lines. This was when we had the greens. Boots. Looked like glass. Jungle boots. That was my favorite. I had jungle boots. All right. But time at Fort Lee started eating away at the perfect soldier that I was because it was more lax at Fort Lee. 
NCOs wasn't really on your ass at Fort Lee. Like they were at Friedberg, Germany. Friedberg, Germany, I came across some of the best NCOs. And they taught me to be who I am. And I pay homage. The first NCO I came across in Friedberg, Germany, in a Hounds dining facility. At the time, he was Staff Sergeant Richardson, E6 type. That man pressured me for about 45 days because my team was in the field. And I'm talking about pressure. The type of pressure that make diamonds on my ass every turn. Adams, 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 Adams. At times, I just wanted to fucking scream. Sometimes I wanted to quit. Sometimes I just wanted to give up because he would never stop calling me. But guess what? made me stronger it made me better it made me faster after those 45 days i was cooking circles around the regular cooks that was there <coughs> as a private with menu cards dress right dress then i met sergeant first class atkins boy i tell you by the book We, at that time, soldiers called him an asshole, but he was by the book. Nothing was out of order. Everything got to be dressed right dress. And he did PT with you every day. He wanted to do PT because he was a PT champion. Some NCOs try to skip PT. That's why they get all bulgy and shit. And then they blame other stuff. Right? Let's not do it, ladies and gentlemen. Don't skip PT. No, you got to get out there and call them cadences, baby. So, skip forward to that. Went down range. Like I said, I did my talk. Over 200 combat missions came back home. You already know what it is. At Fort Lee, my back, I had I had sustained a back injury to my lower L4 and L5. I had a bulging disc. Now what, when I went to sick call, what they assured me was it would continue. It's nothing that can be stopped. You see, so... I was to be in constant pain. So with that, I was on medication. Tramadol. Flexorils. Percocets. Gamapentin. I had a profile as well. In the army... They call it a dead man profile <laughs> because I could only lift five pounds. I could, I could only stand five minutes each hour. 
That's the profile I had. So what did I do? I started chapter paperwork, of course. Because they was going to medically chapter me out the military. For having a bad back. But. I was on all these pills. And I tell you what. I was running around recklessly. Don't get me wrong at the time. Yes, I might have been conscious, but it's not the person that I was. Because all of a sudden I grew this fascination with hanging out at the trap houses or going to the most dangerous hoods and just kicking it. Of course, at that time, I had numerous pistols, numerous, and I always had them on me, always had them with me, ready to go. <coughs> like I said, I was getting in trouble because I was on those opiates, right? So... I got kicked out before my paperwork can come back from Walter Reed to tell me what percentage I was getting for my discharge. My first sergeant had a staff sergeant walk me to the front gate and got me out the military. Now... When I had that bad back, I noticed they had a medical platoon. Now, I'm not talking about a medical platoon with medics. No, 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 no. <clears throat> they had a platoon where they had actual soldiers that was getting medically chaptered. So all of them was in a medical platoon. Now, the thing about that medical platoon was all of them stayed in the same building. So guess what was going on in the daytime? Everybody showing everybody else what drugs they got. And I can almost guarantee you. Matter of fact, I'll guarantee you if you go back to the year 2008 2007 on Fort Lee there were overdoses and soldiers died in those medical platoons God knows what they told the parents. But. This is what I know. <coughs> and like I said. I would not call no name. But I knew of soldiers. That was. 
on these pills. Listen. I've seen soldiers <coughs> melt down Percocets and put them in syringes and shoot them up like it was heroin. You understand what I'm saying to you? In a medical platoon, they had nobody really watching these cats. <clears throat> but you have a building full of soldiers on prescription medication. Now, <clears throat> when I was in, we had random uh, urinalysis, right? Let's 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 just look at this for a second. We had random urinalysis. <clears throat> But what were they looking for? Coke, crack, heroin, ecstasy, weed. They couldn't have been pissing for opiates because when you got injured, you took pills. Right? Come on, y'all. So. Let me get this straight. Combat arms. Combat arms soldiers. <coughs> get injured. Get pumped full of opioids and put back into the battlefield. Oh, and by the way, take your prescription with you. Okay? Listen, man. These opiates are one of the reasons why Checkpoint 6 exists. Because the members of Checkpoint 6 were on these opiates. Some of us escaped The opiates. Some of us escaped. And when I say escape. We freed ourselves. From the opiates. And turned to an alternative medicine. An alternative treatment. It don't always have to be pills. 
You got to do your research. <coughs> Even if you want to look at the Bible. Let's look at the Bible. There wasn't opiates back in the Bible. There wasn't Percocets back in those days. So what were they using? It was herb. Natural. Think about it now. And listen. But let me not digress from my point. So again, you see, I got kicked out. I was on opiates, right? I can go ask a bunch of other vets. They got other than honorable. I guarantee you, they're on opiates. Listen, man. I know a guy that was on 17 prescriptions. Some of them were max dosage. Seroquel was one of them. Gamapentin was one of them. But hear, hear this number. Seventeen. One. Seven. Prescriptions. And he was on those. For nine. Years. Nine years. Seventeen prescriptions. This was the guy that was out there on missions, putting his life on the line every day, two, three times a day. The type of things he had to do, regular men can't stomach to do. He has to deal with that. And how was he going to get help to deal with that? Opiates. Prescription medication. 17. For nine years? That brother should be dead. That brother should be dead. Let's do some math on this. Jesus. Nine years. So that's 365. Times nine. So for 3,000. 285 days. He took 17 different prescriptions each day. Some max dosage. 
I talk to that man every day. Because he is a living testament and a living miracle. Because of those things. And he's changed his whole way around. Now, when he was on those opiates, he had to be close to about three. Almost 300 pounds. All right. And I can remember him telling me the story, man. And, you know, he, he got criticized one time. <laughs> we laugh about it now. It's funny because when he told me, we laughed, man. And uh, <laughs> he said, the guy looked at him. He said, uh, what's up, lunchbox? <laughs> And that right there made him stop and look in the mirror. Okay? And he said, I'll be damn another motherfucker call me lunchbox ever again. He reached out to some brothers on the west, went out there. They introduced him to the cannabis. Guess what? about five six years now maybe even more he's been off those pills don't need none of them with all the injuries he got with all the mental health issues he has cannabis alone has pulled him off all of those. Oh, and by the way, he's probably about 230 and not a loose 230 either. So, cannabis, diet, oh man, one day I'm going to get this guy and tell him, come up on this show, man. And he going to tell y'all that same story. Okay? But what I'm saying to you guys is this. If you think that you was with a crew and you're the only one that got medication. <laughs> rank above you get what you think the man who sent you into battle get what you think the man who's giving you the orders get huh come on man
Listen, man. We got to look at what we're putting into our bodies. These opiates, they're no good. Because if you think about it, most of them come with the side effect of suicidal thoughts. And that's for all of your depression medication, your anxiety medication, your TBI, traumatic brain injury medication, your PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, your bipolar disorders. All these disorders you got. Now... I don't know, man, but I always thought that when you get something, you try to put it back like how you got it or in a better condition, i.e. the military. If they got you in a good condition, it can't be right. That they let you out. With all those problems. But guess what? The privates are still waiting for the NCOs. To say, hey private. Get in line. You know, forward march, you know, come on now, leadership, the acronym stuck with me forever, leadership, loyalty, Duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, and personal courage. Come on, leadership. Where y'all at? So, some of these vices, man. Is what we got to deal with. Opioids is a vice. Because guess what? When you first start taking it, then some people start liking it, then it's an addiction. Vice. Vice. And the one thing with those opioids, nine times out of ten, they lead to other stuff. Some of you mixing the opiates with alcohol. What are we doing? What are we doing? So again, man, we got to pay attention. 
Let's reach out. Y'all can check out the podcast. I'm here on Anchor. I'm here on Spotify. Apple Music, Facebook. I'm all over the place. Because I'm just trying to bring all this awareness. All this awareness.